Good morning, everybody. Welcome. It's the Manson Mitchell Show, and I'm Mary Beckman. I'm your guest host today. I'm so thankful for Benny in the driver's seat and Tom Beckman, my husband, answering calls today if we have time. So at the, oh, maybe 15 minutes or so before the end of the show, uh, if we have uh, talked about everything on the board today, uh, we'll ask folks to call in and get some answers from either my beautiful guest, Nancy Rebecca, or myself. Sometimes we chime in together. So if you'd like to do that, I will give the numbers a couple times coming up. So I am back here at KKNW. It's been a while, and it's a cruddy day here in Bellevue. Um, but you know what? My grass is up. It's green in the brown. So woohoo, green in the brown. <laughs> that's, the, that's the bonus about today. <laughs> it is. So thank you so much, Benny. You've got my back sure, today. anytime. I'm so glad. And I'm just really honored that uh, Gary and Suzanne asked me to fill in for them. So it will be me just giving you the heads up uh, this week and next week. I'll just tease it right now. Next week's guest is... The Rev, Rev Bryn Sean Whittington. He's from Las Vegas. He's a paranormal investigator and a radio guy. So he's really fun to listen to. So I hope that you can tune in next Friday also. Uh, he's just one of my favorite guys. So uh, just wait. He's going to blow your mind. He's got a new book to talk about. And I read that book on the plane this summer and scared the heck out of me. I'd like five hours and I just read the whole thing. So it was pretty great. Well, you know, it's 920, so I hope you guys know that today's Storm Area 51 day, people have been talking I've about I've been seeing it. so many videos of people scattering all over, like, I'm in, I'm, I'm, it's an intense moment. <laughs> and I'm not going to that party. <laughs> I'm not, because I go out in my backyard and I hmm. say, I know you're up there, I can see you sometimes. And so if there's anything you'd like to say, just come on down. And really, folks, in 2019, that's all that's needed. Ask them in with an open heart and a really open mind. Show love. And if anybody is listening <laughs> online in near Area 51, be careful because those humans are crazy. So take care of yourself out there. And it's, you know, it's really been an active summer. There's been uh, ship video all over on YouTube and Facebook, and I've been adding to it when I can. I saw a very distinct triangle ship in the sky when I was at the Isetti Ranch this year. And, you know, you just can't, they, you know what, they just don't make triangle-shaped clouds. So, come on, it's out there. And uh, so, just keep looking up, everybody. I think it's interesting, though, have you noticed that the U.S. Navy confirmed that the UFOs on the videos are real? So, I saw that link as well. They, they know something. They know something. I'm rolling my third eye on that because it's been a gabillion years that they've known something. So yeah. 2019 was the year that it was like January 1st, 2019, and it's been a plethora of stuff online about UFOs. It's not like it just happened in 2019. <laughs> but I tell you, there's a lot of folks up there, and I contact them all the time. I'm lucky enough to have them as my guides, as many people are. So, But, you know, when I was sitting with my guides today saying, as I always do every morning, what's, what's, on, the, what's on the schedule – and uh, they told me, don't forget, besides asking the galactic realm and ask for the assistance and the comfort of the ascended masters, your own angels and your own guides. So that's basically what uh, that was Nostradamus speaking this morning to me. So he said, don't forget everybody else. There's folks around you from all realms all the time. So just ask them in. And, you know, I just want to give you a little quote that's just <laughs> made me pretty happy before we ask Nancy. And I've been reading this book by Bob Frizzell, and it's in its third, possibly fourth printing by now. Uh, it's called Nothing in This Book is True, but it's exactly the way things are. And it is a great history of how we got to where we are now. And it's actually an older book, um, and I'm only in the beginning, so I've just kind of been flipping through it. But I found a quote and what he says is when your consciousness reaches a certain level, all problems solve themselves. Isn't that exciting and something to really look forward to? <laughs> I, I'm definitely on board with that. It just really is. And I want to tell you a couple times before I ask Nancy, I just want to tell you I'm really excited because I am going to be on a brand new radio show. And if you guys remember, I used to host Metaphysical Meltdown here at KKNW for about four months. 
And my new thing is on alternative reality, internet radio with Derek Condit. And so he's been running my stuff now for quite a few months and I've done some lives and different things. But next Wednesday at 11, I will be going on and we'll be kind of kicking off my show and it will be uh, interviewing fabulous people in the in the biz, talking about the paranormal, talking about all realms and doing some instant healing. So I hope you guys can join me. I'm pretty excited about that. And now I am really excited to welcome Nancy Rebecca, somebody that I respect and love. And she is in our local community, has a school in University Place. And so, Nancy, I welcome you today to talk about just about anything that you want to talk about. Oh, thank you, Mary. I, I just adore you, Nessa. I'm, I'm sitting here listening to you. I had to put the phone on mute because I just laughed because, you know, it, it seems like you and I come from such different directions and our approaches in life, and yet we always seem to land in the same place. Yes. So um, I just love it how you talk about those celestial realms and um, other galaxies. It's just as if it's the most normal thing in the world, and it is, you know, but it just hasn't, you know, we're still waking up to that consciousness. So, yeah, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm glad you're here, and it's just crazy. We already have somebody calling in, and so our first uh, caller is Karen, but we're not going to take you quite yet, hon, so I don't know if you want to hang in there or not, but uh, I'd like to hear Nancy's story first, and then I think I want to open up the phone lines later, so please call back if you can, and I will give the numbers a couple times in a bit, so call back if you can, hon. Okay, go ahead, Nancy. You've got such a great story. Can you tell people a little bit about you? Yeah, yeah. So uh, my name is Nancy Rebecca. I do live here in Tacoma, Washington, and I um, am a registered nurse by Western Education Standards, very practical in many ways. Just my nature is very reality-based, very practical. Both my parents are doctors. My father's an MD. My mother's a psychologist. We always used to kind of kid, you know, over the past few years, we'd open a clinic, uh, body, mind, spirit, and the three of us would work ah. there. <laughs> so, um, so it was in the early 90s, like around 1994, where um, I was a hospice nurse at the, at the time. So I worked as an ICU nurse for about 16 years, and then I worked quite a few years as a hospice nurse. And it was during that time as a hospice nurse, my first year, that I was at the bedside. I was a case manager of uh, people who were transitioning and, um, and working with the families. And at the same time, I had three of my own family members who were going through the dying process who were also on hospice. So I'd leave my client patients during the day and then in the evening go help with my family members. So I kind of like to just that because it, it can give your listeners an idea of just kind of what a pressure cooker time it was for me. So I, th- there was this one day I just kind of, I was crying about my family members being sick, and I remember kind of asking God, why do people have to die kind of in this anguish voice? And, and, and so then I, you know, allowed that kind of time of grieving, of loss, And then I thought, I better get my head back in the game. So I went and bought a book on meditation. And I read the first chapter. And at the end of the first chapter, and it was basically pretty simple, put on nice music, light a candle, and breathe. And I thought, well, that's not that complicated. And uh, I did that. And after about five minutes, I thought, well, that's a good start. Basically went up to go to bed and climbed in bed, and there was a flash of light, and then it's kind of like the movie Groundhog's Day. I'm standing next to my bed suddenly, completely forgotten that I've already gotten in bed, thinking it's my 14-year-old son sleeping in the bed, go to wake him up to get back in his bed, and my arms went right through the body. And that's when I suddenly realized that was me in the bed. That was my physical body. So you can read more about that on my website, but what I will say was I had uh, about 40 out-of-body experiences. So it was about 40 days that every time I tried to go to sleep, I would pop out of my body. So this was kind of a real problem. (laughs) I was going to work during the day as a hospice nurse, and then at night I'd try to sit up as much as possible to kind of block it from happening. 
So that's kind of how my journey started. But the significant part about my out-of-body experience is when I came back to my body that first time, I could suddenly, I kind of call it suddenly sighted, meaning that I could see energy fields and chakras and auras. Of course, I had no names for those sort of things. You have to remember this was over 25 years ago. So um, my parents tried to help me find help. I tried to find help. So I finally went to the Yellow Pages, if if your listeners can remember the phone book and real phones. (laughs) And there were a listing of three psychics, and I called the first two. The first two thought I was crazy. So by the time I got to the third one, I really thought I was a lost cause. Because in that kind of beginning stages, my only training as a nurse was I should be put in a mental hospital. But I knew that I was not mentally ill. I I could track things. It's just I could see and I could hear people's thoughts and I could see the spirit realm. So in 25 years, that's kind of where my journey started. I was able to find someone who didn't think I was crazy and did believe what I was saying and was able to help teach me how to get grounded, really grounded. And so I have ended up kind of slowly just building a, my life path has unfolded. So now I'm a nurse, but I do full-time readings. I have a full-time uh, I work full-time as a psychic, and I like to explain that psychic means the breath of the soul, the soul's breath. Uh, And so for me, uh, working as a psychic means that I work with all of my abilities uh, with more precision in a precise manner. And uh, my predominant ability is my clairvoyance, my ability to see. So I can still see after 25 years, if I'm looking out my window here, I can see spirits walking down, gliding down the sidewalk. So seeing the spirit realm, I have ended up normalizing that and finding a comfort level with it. And then over time, developing uh, meditation classes, because as a nurse, what I realized was that the um, health really, or... um, unhealthiness uh, begins showing up in the energy field long before it shows up in the physical body. And so that's really where I've kind of built my practice is um, most of the clients that come to see me, they've pretty much tried everything, um, whether it's uh, physical health, emotional health, mental health, or spiritual health, having a disconnect from their own soul. And so, really, um, I've developed programs. I have a psychic mastery program that um, a group of students, they all begin together in January, and they go through the whole year together. So my current group is in Module 9, because it's September. So that's kind of how it all started, but very practical. I use my abilities for very practical purposes, even though what I did wasn't really considered normal. And so I've traveled to South Africa. I've traveled all over the world. I I have a passion about working with indigenous healers around the world, um, learning the ancient uh, techniques, the ancient teachings that have been passed down for thousands of years. Uh, But my biggest thing that I'm currently kind of very intimate with, kind of dropped in the middle of, is this blue light blue light movement. And Mary, I know you and I have had a lot of conversations about this. Uh, You've really helped me a lot because you normalize it so much. Um, But it was in 2017. I was meditating. I have a room in my house that is dedicated just for meditation. And towards the end of my meditation, the room filled up with these, I'll just call them blue light beams. When I first saw them, they looked like very tall columns of this blue light. And it can vary between a pretty dark kind of turquoise to very dark lapis-type color. But when they came in, it was a very different frequency and vibration than I am used to. 
So I kind of sat up a little taller, and I said, yes, hello, can I help you with something? And the, there was one message, and the message was, we need you to go to China to connect with, and, and it was, I couldn't quite figure it out. It was, I could hear blue, but I couldn't tell, was it blue star, blue light, blue whatever. I mean, it was, I couldn't totally connect, but I could feel it was like a bell, a deep bell went off inside of me that this was significant. So um, I think this was like in January or February of 2017, and by September 2017, I was on my way to China. And I went kind of armed with, go look for the blue light, and that was it. I did do a lot of research. I knew nothing about China. And then to find out that its history is very, very, very ancient. So I was quite excited, and <clears throat> I've written a blog about this. So my website, intuitivemind.org, you can go there and you can click on blog to read more of the details. And in kind of preparation for your show, I went back and read through all the blogs and realizing in the beginning, I thought this blue light was only significant to China. You know, I... I pretty naive. Uh, I did have the opportunity to meet many Taoist masters, Buddhist monks, uh, different kind of psychic fortune teller type people. And so I would all, I would say, what do you know about the blue light? And there was always this kind of stunned look when they would look back at me. And the answer repeatedly was, you're on track. We can't tell you. And it was like, you have to get that information yourself. But they kept telling me I was on track. But I think they were kind of surprised that there was this white woman from America who's <clears throat> who somehow knows about this blue light. I did meet one Taoist master who was a little upset. And he said, you have no business in your higher level of consciousness sharing this with other people because people are easily programmed and they might not be ready for this. So he told me I didn't have any business moving forward. However, I follow my instructions from my guides and I check in in many, many ways. And so just kind of, but I, I heard what he said, and I, I, w I respected what he said. So for all your listeners out there, I just want to let, I just want to say, please be aligned with your own information. If, if you feel resonance with what I'm saying, that's wonderful. But if you don't, let it go, and that's wonderful too. So the day before I left China, I did meet with one more Taoist master, and I almost didn't want to because... It had, been, it had been an intense trip, and the last Taoist master that was upset, uh, I thought, oh, I don't want to offend anyone else. That was my thing. I didn't want to be treading where maybe I don't have business treading. But this last Taoist master had not met with anybody privately for three years, and he had agreed to meet with me. So the group I was with said, you can't cancel this. And so I did uh, go visit with him, and we had this incredible connection. And the interpreter sitting there, and I remember the interpreter saying, uh, do you have something to say? And I said, there is no need for interpretation here. He and I are already having a conversation. He is of the blue light. Oh and when the gosh. interpreter shared that with him, he smiled and he nodded and was happy that we recognized each other. And I could hear us talking like a mile high above my head, and no human words were required. I had never had an experience like that. Oh, that is, that is beautiful. I hadn't heard that. But don't you think your guides give you like a little tiny bit at a time so you'll kind of keep going and sort of like on the need-to-know basis, and then they keep opening it up a little bit. and That's exactly how it happens. And, and um, 
that I'm not shown what I was told. If I was shown the whole thing, I would be overwhelmed and I would think, oh, wait, this, this is way above my pay grade. You've got the wrong person you're asking to do this. You definitely need to find somebody who's higher skilled at this. So you're absolutely right, Mary. I know that this guidance, and it has come in bits like this. Yes, and they chose they chose exactly the perfect person for you because you are a no BS researcher person that makes sure that you do the right thing. And the yeah. thing I love about you the most is when your guides say go, you go, even if it's halfway around the other side of the world. Yeah. And I think that's just great. Yeah. Well, that's my boss. Yes. Oh, you know, that's who I work for. I work <laughs> for the divine. I work for God, you know, or, you know, however, you know, I interpret it. I agreed before I was even born. But when I had my out-of-body experience 25 years ago, I would not have been able to even hear that information. But yes, so that's who I work for. I work for spirit, and I am discerning. I'm not running around with every little bit of guidance that I get. And I think that's what I want your listeners to hear, too, that, you know, I think, you know, once spirit told me there's like 10,000 spirits for every one human on Earth. Like, we are so outnumbered. But the spirit, there's so many really beautiful souls on the other side that are here to help us as humans on the earth. There's definitely uh, spirits on the other side that aren't so helpful. And so there is that discerning process of being really careful um, as you move into this work, but not so fear-based that you don't move into it at all. And the number one soul that you want to connect with is your own. You know, that, that, that's the basic. You can just do things day to day where you're connecting with your own soul. That's the whole purpose here. But this blue light, so I came back and, and just information, I call it the breadcrumbs. And I know you know what I mean by this, Mary, where you're not even looking, but people show up and say, oh, I want to talk to you about this blue light thing. I don't know why it's coming through my dreams. Or somebody else will say, oh, I read this book about this blue light. I don't know why this blue ray is coming through. So I'd have people coming up, or I'd have information come to my email. So it's like spirit uses all avenues, to include Facebook. Yes. <laughs> uses all avenues to set up those synchronistic events to help confirm that you're following the breadcrumbs, you're moving in the right direction. So one of the breadcrumbs that I followed was, oh, why? And so Xi'an China was like, why Xi'an China? So Xi'an is spelled X-I-A-N. Xi'an China is where the terracotta warriors are. And I probably visited 10 different cities in China. So I go home because this has just got me bugged. Why Xi'an China? Well... I found out, and it was not easy to find this information, but there was a pilot, I think, in the 1920s. Um, it was an American pilot who was flying over China, so um, I can't remember who America was helping, if it was the Chinese or the Japanese. But anyway, the plane was flying overhead, and it sees these three white, big, huge white pyramids in Xi'an, China, and he takes photographs on it. So you can find the photographs on the Internet. And then there was someone else in the 1950s that also found the pyramid. And now it's like from satellite, what I was reading was that the, uh, since then the pyramids have been covered up with a lot of dirt and grass and trees have planted there so that they are obscured so that no one can see them from above. I've also been told there's 12-foot tall barbed wire fences all the way around them. So they have them quite protected. But those pyramids that are in Xi'an, China, are in the exact alignment as the pyramids in Egypt, the Great Pyramids of Giza, and in perfect alignment as well with Teotihuacan, outside Mexico City in Mexico. And so all three of them are aligned with Orion's belt and the planet Sirius. So... Now, Mary, I'm starting to get into the realm that 
not very practical for me and not, in my limited way of thinking, very reality-based. So I'm like, okay, I don't know what to believe anymore. So I just suspended belief, and I just allowed the information to come. And so it was this blue column of light is coming down to Earth. The first place it's coming down is Xi'an, China. Now, I've been told this blue light's been coming in waves for many, many years since the 1920s, but this is going to be a more intense column of light. It's going to come down into the Earth, and it's going to drive deep into the Earth, and it's just going to shift the frequency of the planet to blue. For how long? I don't know. But it's going to activate an awakening process for millions of people. This is what I have been told by these blue beings. Uh, And then I am told that in 2021 the blue light is going to be at Teotihuacan, outside Mexico City, at those pyramids. That'll happen in 2021. Then I'm told in 2023, it's going, the blue light, it's going to be big surges. It'll come through in 2023, but that hasn't been revealed yet. And when I asked if it was Cairo, Egypt, because I made that assumption, the blue beings of light said, There are pyramids that have not been revealed yet, so that information is not available. So on that note, I do know that it's 1030. (laughs) I wonder if they're in Tacoma. What do you think? (laughs) Boy, wouldn't that be great? (laughs) That's probably in university place. Yes. So we're going to take just a teeny, teeny little break, and we will be back, absolutely back, with Nancy Rebecca, Don't Fear, and this is Alternative Talk AM 1150. Staying connected with Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell is easy. Just go to manceandmitchell.com for the latest info on topics and guests. Friend Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell on their Facebook pages and like the Mance and Mitchell show page at facebook.com slash Mitchell. If you're on Twitter, share a follow with Gary and Suzanne at Mance Mitchell. Join Gary and Suzanne Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for an unusual show that covers everything from personal growth to the paranormal. Here's an amazing act. Here's a tremendous act. Here's a startling act. The amazing, the thrilling, the greatest, spectacular, incredible, exciting, wonderful, world fame, most unusual novelty act. The home of the A-Team of Alternative Talk is ManceAndMitchell.com. Heard right here on Alternative Talk 1150 a.m. or streaming live from your computer anywhere. son Levi was so proud to turn three, but he will never get the chance to turn four. I'm Nicole Hughes, Levi's mom, and while on a family vacation, his childhood was snatched away when I turned to close a bag of chips. He was sitting on the couch surrounded by friends, and I split a brownie with him, and then somehow he slipped out the back door unnoticed down a flight of stairs and fell into the pool. When I jumped in to grab my son, the other half of the brownie was still in my mouth. I never thought my child would drown, but I was wrong. Drowning is the single leading cause of death for children ages one to four. It is silent and fast, and it can happen even when you aren't swimming. Drowning is preventable. Please talk with your pediatrician about how you can keep your child safe. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a couple of baby boomers who bring you a talk radio mix of metaphysics and music, politics, and pop culture. And you never know which celebrity will join us for an interesting conversation. Mance and Mitchell is Boomer HQ, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on 1150 AM KKNW. Your home for alternative talk in Seattle and Western Washington. Talk radio with a purpose. Alternative Talk 1150. Hey, everybody. We're back on the Mance and Mitchell Show. This is Mary Beckman, your guest host. And my lovely guest today is Nancy Rebecca. She's going to be coming back with me in two seconds. So we already have a caller. And I just want to tell everybody the numbers if you're not 
uh, used to calling in. It is 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. So go ahead and call in, kids. I hope that Karen can call back. I know you wanted to just be listening to Nancy, so I didn't want to interrupt her. So, Nancy, are you up to taking a quick call? I yeah, Yes. I, 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 can I just kind of just finish up this last little Absolutely. piece for the listeners? Sure, let's do it. Kind of, it's a piece that came through in the last couple of weeks. But I just, so where I just wanted to say, as the bigger picture is starting to reveal itself, this blue light is assisting us to welcome in the golden ages again. So it's this kind of cycle where at the last part of the dark ages, we're moving back into the golden ages, which is supposed to begin around 2024, 2025. But this is the piece that um, I, the beings have always come in a, a column of light, but two weeks ago, there were three beings that came through. And I'm going to spell the name so your listeners can look them up. Uh, but the three beings, when I asked them who they were, they were all blue. One was Toth. So it's, I think it's T-H-O-T-H. Is that how it's spelled? Do you know, Mary? Yes. Okay. T-H-O-T-H. Uh, Horus. H-O-R-U-S. And Set. S-E-T-H. They are all Egyptian gods as far as I know. I'll just kind of put that in that nutshell. Toth came through, and this is what Toth said two weeks ago. We have entered the Great Migration, beginning in June 2019. The flow of the magnetics is pulling the earth closer to its alignment with the divine, closer to a harmonic resonance with the divine. Beautiful poetry, art, and music are beginning to resurface to harmonize these frequencies. Creative outlets will become a necessary action as the creative force on the planet rises to assist us all to integrate these frequencies. Great writings will begin to emerge from individuals who have never written before as each writer wonders where this sudden ability came from. Art and music will spark deep from the core of those who hold those gifts, compelling them to almost be obsessive, to write, play music, paint, sculpt, shaping the expressive future we're heading into. We again are at um, entering a great time of renaissance. And this was said, Mary, many, many times. I didn't even know what the renaissance was. I'm embarrassed to say. So I had to go look it up, and it was an enormous time of creativity. Yes. So Toth was saying, we are entering again and are in this enormous time of creativity. So I wanted your listeners to hear that if they're feeling those creative surges already. There's a reason for it. Then Horace came through, and Horace says, he, he said, there are 13 degrees of clairvoyance on the earth at this time. Most humans are at 0.25 or in the 0.25 to 3 range. Over the next 15 years, the majority of people on the planet will raise their clairvoyance to a 7 or an 8. That, that means many people on the earth will be able to see the spirit realm at the same time they see the physical realm. So it's super exciting to think there could be this rapid of an awakening over the next 15 years. Um, all other abilities that surface will surpass the grip of the mind, accelerating the Renaissance. As the pyramids, known and unknown, reactivate the frequencies, this will enhance the subtle abilities to read and ride the waves of this great awakening and great migration, helping each individual return to their true soul self. And then just the last one that, that came through saying the deep grids of the earth will also awaken from their dormant state, activating the middle earth. So for those listeners who don't know what the middle earth is, it's very much where the ancient mystical beings reside 
that are of a higher consciousness. So you can do a search on Middle Earth. They will begin to appear to those who have eyes to see. So their last message is, this is a beautiful time we are entering over the next six years, similar to a quickening, a quivering, a shaking us at our core. This is the time to smile, feel hopeful, get your pens, your paper, your paint, your clay, begin to color your world into greatness. Nothing from here forward will unfold as your mind expects it to. Get ready for the magic to begin. So on that note, yes, I'm willing to start taking calls. Oh, my gosh. That just makes me so happy. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, yeah. Just absolutely thrilled. Okay, let's do this. So our very first caller is Barbara. Are you there? Yes, I am. Hi, thanks so much for calling in. Hi. Do you have a question for one of us? Well, I would take any information that you may have for me. I've been feeling kind of lost, um, empty nesting, and um, working 70 hours a week so that I'm focused on something. 70? Yeah. Yeah, I work seven days a week. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, Okay. It's a busy world. So, Nancy, do you want to to ask her anything, or do you want to take a look? Um, I'm already taking a look. So that's part of my ability. When you're talking, I can see your energy field, and because I'm a nurse, I'm always... I always go to the health of the energy field. So, Barbara, what I can see is that you do have a vulnerability on the left side of your body. It looks almost like like a thin area where it could start to tear in your aura. I can see that your male energy is really cranked up, and male energy is all about action. It's all about movement. It's all... And so... You just said it. You said, I'm working 70 hours a week, and I'm just working, working, working. So you're really driving your male energy. But you're disconnected. Your female energy is almost, it's at a very low level. Like if you would have a little simmering pot, and you've got the flame on low. It's kind of your female energy is at a very low level. And so that's what is really impacting your fatigue um, and this desire, your soul is right there, though. It's not far away. I mean, it's just touching the top of your head. And it's like your soul just really longs to come down into your body. But because there is that imbalance between your male and female specifically for you and um, your grounding, that it's just a bit of a challenge for your soul. So, of course, one of the things I always highly recommend is meditation. And um, you most certainly can download meditations from my website, but we do have the blue light meditation. I've recorded two of them that you can up download for free. You just go okay. under products and start listening to the meditations and see if that can help. Thank you. Okay. Welcome. Oh, that's awesome. So, Barbara, I'm going to just tell you a tiny thing, and then if you're okay, I'll send you energy a little bit later because I'd like to get okay. to... The rest of the people here too, so don't don't think that we um, are not going to assist and also uh, give some information today. So your life force is three, which is low, and your energy. When I read it with a pendulum, is really small and going backwards. So everything that Nancy said is is similar uh, to what I see, but but I see it in a different way. So everybody's guides today are Nostradamus, Mister Tesla, and Chief Self from my end, and so. Uh, as Nancy was saying, meditation is going to be great. And also taking a little bit of time for yourself. My goodness, if you're working seven days a week, see if you can you can take some days for yourself. Take some time off. Take some time just to rest, okay? Okay. And uh, I will send you energy within the next hour or two. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Okay, the next person is Marilyn. Are you there? I'm here. Oh, yay. Thanks so much. And go Thank ahead and, and tell me, did you want to ask a quick question, or shall we just look um, at you? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to ask a question about some chronic pain I'm having. Okay. Go ahead, Nancy, if you see it. Um, okay. So about the chronic pain that you're having, so 
let me just tell you from that position of being a um, clairvoyant nurse, uh, the you're definitely releasing a lot of old energy, and some of the, there's a male energy that's around you, um, so it's just some old uh, kind of memories in relationship to a male energy or someone that was, that was or is currently in your life. Uh, but it go, kind of goes beyond that from childhood, so I can see there's just a, a lot of kind of some of this heaviness that's underneath excuse me, up over the top of the head that seems to be kind of pushing some pressure down on you and it's really causing the body to ache. But what I can see, it's almost like a sandwich. I can see your soul is pushing down, your soul, your spirit, really wanting to get closer to you, really wanting to um, help bring a higher level of consciousness, awareness, uh, looks like your soul is just hungering to move forward in a different direction than you've been going. And then underneath, I'm seeing this really beautiful kind of orange and red and green, that this surge. I, it's almost like a kundalini. That, um, it is kundalini. And I don't know if you know anything about kundalini, but that's the body's kind of spiritual life force energy that comes up the spine. It's what helps us feel our vitality and helps health and feel strong. That surge is coming up from uh, from the area of your hips and it's traveling up your body. So it's like you've got this pressure cooker coming up from underneath and from above from your spirit. And it's like that pain is uh, kind of like that little signal or the doorbell to say, okay, we need to do something different here to get some energy moving. And so it looks like, yeah, your spirit's just trying to help you get a little bit more uncomfortable so that you make a shift. I call it like the thorn in the side of the burr in the saddle that okay. makes you shift around. Yeah. So, um, but you've got a beautiful soul. So is there anything, Mary, that you want to add? Sure. So, Marilyn, when I test out your energy with my pendulum, I see that your emotions are coming back on yourself, meaning that you're tearing yourself down with some thoughts that are coming from some emotions, and I get frustration and anger. Does that make any sense? Um, probably frustration at times, yeah. Okay. Um, under So let me test again. So underneath frustration, is it, yeah, I'd look around, hun, there's anger there, un, unexpressed anger. So it's a lesson to go ahead and check around to see. It could be some past life anger. It could be all kinds of different things. So uh, some type of... Uh, uh, energetic clearing would be awesome for you, too. Okay, great. Thank you. You are quite welcome. Okay, bye. And Karen, you have stayed the course. What can we do for you this morning? Yes, I was um, impressed to call in and that there's a message for me. There is. <laughs> okay, we'll let Miss Nancy look. So the very first thing that I heard was go slower. <laughs> so that's the first thing that I heard. And then when I looked at your field, it's like you've got so you've got some beautiful spirit guides that you work very strongly with. If you are not conscious of this, it's because it's so seamless that it just works very seamlessly between this spirit guide and you. The spirit guide is very tall. It's about eight feet tall. It's got a, uh, almost like an emerald green radiance to it. Um, my sense is what's interesting. It's like, wow, I'm, I'm looking at a medium here. So um, again, I don't know if you do any work or if you've ever done work as a medium where you talk to spirits on the other side, but um, you have a very strong, your energy field is very aligned with those qualities and those abilities. Is that making sense to you, or is this a Oh, absolutely. I think I just naturally do it. I didn't okay. really ever think to go and be a medium. I just kind of live the life, like you're saying, in my own way. Yeah. Yeah. You are loved so much, and you are supported so much. And, of course, I'm a big proponent of finding teachers to, so that you can stay healthy and you can get some really good instruction. But there's also something to be said just following the nature of your path. 
um, yes. just trusting your guidance and taking care of yourself that way. But, yeah, you're just beautiful. I mean, you definitely, you've got some congestion around your legs. You need to get out in nature, get out and walk a little bit more, um, not, not kind of hold back from connecting to the earth and connecting to your body. But, you know, all of us as spiritual um, people who walk the spiritual path, we all struggle with that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the only thing I'm hearing. Just go a little slower and love your body. Oh, thank you. So, Karen, can you hear spirit? Can you hear voices? Uh, sometimes. I've had a friend who passed recently, and it seems like I'm hearing him the most okay. than I've ever heard anybody. So what your higher self is telling me is uh, your higher self, first of all, I, I take a look of, at what you're showing me, and your higher self is just smiling right there. So I agree with Nancy. On the pendulum, your energy's good, really nice, moving around at a nice clip. But your higher self has uh, her, uh, her hands behind your ears. So when I went in and asked, <laughs> what that tells me is that you're going to be able to hear much better. So just keep listening because they're going to find ways for you to hear toning or music or voices or all kinds of different types of direction. I hope that makes sense to you. It's coming. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree with that. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. All right. Thank yeah. you so much. Okay. Thank you. So we are ready for Melanie. Melanie, are you there? Hi, Nancy, Rebecca. <laughs> yes. And hi, Mary. Hi, um, honey. I had How a are question you? for you. Good. Um, <laughs> great talk. I've been enjoying listening to it. Um, so, Nancy, I'm... I've opened up over the last year. I've been doing this for 30 years just intuitively for my intuition of knowing there's way more out there. But yeah. I'm I'm now seeing beyond the veil, as you would call it. Like, I'm seeing the orbs in my house or in, yeah. outside and all over, elementals. And so I'm, I'm feeling connected to, I guess, a little bit to the blue light as well, because I'm seeing that a lot when I take my pictures. So just curious what you're picking up on. Uh, So, and your name is Melanie. Mm -hmm. Melanie. So I am picking up on, there are, your curiosity, this is what I can see. I can see you've got this curiosity. Yeah. the curiosity is drawing these beautiful beings to you. But then you've got this fear on the other side. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, uh, uh, this is kind of fun and cool. Okay, that's enough. You know, I want to be able to go to sleep with the light yes, off. Yes, <laughs> absolutely, 100%. Yeah, yeah it so you, does, you yeah. Do have, yes, you do have a lot of fear up in your energy field. And okay. um, it's just a process of, of course, I'm not always saying, I'm always going to say meditation, running your energy, grounding off that fear, mm-hmm. getting healings, and you know, increasing your meditation. Uh, but what I usually tell my students is just ask all those beings to back up, say with all respect, could yeah. you just step back and just have one step forward, and okay. then just say for the next month, the next thirty days, I just want to get to know. This one spirit, um, get to know this guidance. And, of course, for me, I'm always going to say the number one spirit you, I want you to always get to know really well first is your higher self, your own soul. Right. Um, sometimes we get into this work and it's always about the guides and we forget to check in with our own soul. But one, have one guide step in uh, for a month. Just get to know them and then they'll kind of be your gatekeeper. They'll be the one that will know which yeah. which is the next spirit you're ready to get to know. So I saw, yeah, last night I saw a gigantic orb on my deck. I mean, it was huge. <laughs> so yeah. curious if that was my one of my signals, if that was somebody trying to step forward. I Is there one in particular that I'm supposed to be working with? Because I know I have many, so I yeah, don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> yeah, well, my sense is you have a lot of ancestors, especially on your maternal side. So you do have bloodline yep. ancestors that are very much aligned with. Um, and there's a book, Ancestor Medicine or Ancestral Medicine. I think the author's name is Four F O O R. I'll just put that plug in there. But um, I do see a beautiful woman who is all blue, and she's definitely serious. So it's. Um, and she's coming up on your left side. And, okay. Yeah, she's absolutely beautiful. And I'm not 
quite sure what her name is, but I can only hear a frequency, like a melodious type singing, a hauntingly beautiful singing sound that's coming with her. So wow. you may want to see if you can tune in or if your ears are ringing when she's nearby. But ask Oh, they're always her. ringing, yeah, throbbing, okay. ringing. Mm-hmm. And then ask her to move back like 50 feet, see if the ringing calms down, and then have her move forward. So that's how... And they're not offended by that. They love it okay. that you're even trying to communicate with them. But definitely I would start there with one. Okay. Yeah. Well, they're very smiley and friendly and very, you know, eager to uh, photobomb. So yeah. kind of cool. <laughs> it's ve- <laughs> These are very cool times. They're hard times we live in, but they're really exciting times all at the same time. It's a real mixed bag, but we have to remember, Melanie, we have the golden ticket. We yeah. asked to be here on. We got the golden ticket so we could be here on Earth. Not everybody yep. got the golden ticket. So you're yeah. here for a reason, and I'm thrilled to hear that you are exploring this. Oh, awesome! Well, I'm excited. Thank you so much. That really helped. All right. Well, thanks for calling in, Melanie. I just have to say, Melanie has some pictures that you just won't believe, Nancy. So. Somehow or another, I hope you can see these. I can maybe show you some today if it's okay with her. But uh, they are pictures that will blow a person's mind. And that's exactly what happens is that she sees all this and then she goes, holy buckets, you know. So we have about three minutes left. I just really want you to say how people can reach you and, you know, how uh, a little bit about your school. All right. Oh, thank you. Well, uh, through intuitivemind.org is the website. Uh, They can click on, I have our home study program. We have our psychic mastery that registration just opened up a couple of weeks ago for the January class. And in that class, it's a psychic mastery class. It's a year-long program where um, I teach, I work intimately with that group of students to develop their skill and ability. And they may choose to do it as a profession, but I have many, many of my students that just integrate it in the work that they're already doing, you know, and whatever they're doing. So, but the other thing is um, we have on Facebook, we have a pretty strong presence, and on the Facebook page, if you type in blue light movement, that I'm communicating with that group the most about the blue light. And uh, so if you want to be a part of that page, I'm making videos or I'll post things about it. We are in the countdown. There's only two months left. And um, I actually will be in South Africa when the blue light hits. I was guided to be there. And um, I've posted some videos on why South Africa. So your listeners can have a lot of fun uh, really reading the material about the blue light movement and following along the next couple of months. But my website, it, it was built to be educational. There's a lot of information there. And don't forget to download the free Blue Light Movement Meditation. Okay. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for being here today. You're welcome. Thank and you for inviting me. It was delightful. It was really fun. And everybody, I just want to remind you, Reverend Sean Whittington from Las Vegas will be here next week, the paranormal Reverend, so please don't miss him. 10 o'clock next Friday, you'll have me one more time, kids, until the lovely Suzanne and Gary come back. And if you need me, I am at Mary, M-A-R-I, Beckman.com. Just have a great Friday, everybody, and don't forget to listen in tomorrow at 10 a.m. for more Manson Mitchell. Thanks so much, and we'll be with you next week.